Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, and welcome to Conversations Against Living Miserably, a podcast where we try to find solace in a world where our brains are usually against us. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Dave, the TV channel, and Calm, Campaign Against Living Miserably. Morning, uh, episode 20, and brand new series. Woohoo! Yay! Oh, there's a guest introing today. Well, I say guest, co host. <laughs> you sound so disappointed <laughs> at that. It's her. You oh, all know it God, is. Oh, she's here again. <laughs> Hello, Lauren. How are you? I am very good, Aaron. Every other podcast does a hey, how are you bit at the beginning when the co hosts just chat for ages, and we yeah. never do that. Because we know what the answer will be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, today I'm very anxious. Yeah. It's been one of those days. Say him again, please. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, this week's episode is uh, Jade Adams and Rich Wilson. Two. Two of them. Two of them at the same time. And they're like a couple in real life as well, I which know. is very nice. It's a really nice episode. It's a lovely episode. Um, there is a couple of mentions of uh, some dark stuff, like suicide and stuff. So if that's not something you're feeling particularly like you want in your ears at the moment, just put us down and come back later. Uh, but do come back because it's absolutely it's a really wonderful episode. It's a very lovely episode. Uh, what do we chat about in this we episode? We talk about uh, relationship counselling. Yep. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That is a good one. And oh, it's the rule of three. And I fucked it. It's the rule of three in it comedy, is. isn't it? You do yeah. three things. And I thought of two. And I was almost going to spoil Damn. one of the best uh, stories in it, and I can't. What do we, we talk about relationship counselling. We talk about uh, being open with your mental health. Yep. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Done. Yeah. Crushed it. Amazing. Professional. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, as usual, if you could uh, like and subscribe, rate and review, um, all the money we make goes to Calm. So it's nice. You donate with your ears, and uh, like all the ad money goes to them, and they do really wonderful things. Yeah. Well done, guys. Well done, you. You get to feel smug for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, right, that's it, I think. That's all we need to say, isn't it? I think so. Here is our interview with Jade Adams and Rich Wilson. Enjoy. <laughs> got a full sandwich in the studio today. We've got two bits of bread, that's me and Aaron, and then we've got some chicken and stuffing. <laughs> chicken and stuffing! <laughs> You're stuffing. Which? Yeah. Yeah, because that beer. Am I stuffing? Yeah, I'm chicken. <laughs> what time is the night did this go out? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say ham and cheese, but it's too basic a sandwich for the wonders that are Jade Adams and Rich Wilson. Oh, very yeah. kind. Thank you very much. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks for everything. Fancy, oh, no, fancy fillings. Fancy fillings. Hmm? What? 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 I thought you'd ask the question and no, then I wasn't listening. No, not at all. I, I, oh. You asked the first question. That's no. the way we do things. <laughs> oh, the first question is, when was the last time you felt calm? Wow. Um, I can't remember. I think um, I had a moment. I did have a moment on Sunday. Yeah, it was this nice, got, This it? Sunday just gone because it's been so stressful with the run up Jade's got a lot of work on and and being Jade's partner you got you get caught up in it and and so it's been full on since we got back from Edinburgh there's been non-stop mm-hmm. it's just been ne- and then after this it was Jade they were filming Jade's Amazon Prime special and then I and then I, after it as soon as it finished and we saw that you'd smashed it there was a moment of elation and like phew like we, yeah. ah, we did it and you and you and you smashed it and that the relief. Yeah. I think Sunday, Sunday morning, I was calm. There was a, I had a peaceful tranquility on that Sunday as well. Mm. Very quickly disappeared, but I think, yeah. It yeah <laughs> you, you build yourself, you have a thing that you've got in your diary, like people might have a wedding or they mm. might have some sort of event that they've planned. And the build up towards that is the most, it's horrific because all sorts of people start getting stressed on your behalf for the thing you're doing. So not only are you dealing with your own anxieties about the Mm -hmm. thing you're doing, you're also dealing with how other people feel about the thing you're doing as well. So I've had like, I've had, like people have reacted quite madly to the Amazon Prime special. (laughs) Um, You know, people have been all sorts of crazy about it and I've been having to navigate through those feelings and through my own feelings about them. Like, friends have been sort of mad Mm -hmm. about it. Um, But not a good mad. Not a good mad. They've gone a bit... They've all gone a bit crazy. What, like cheerleading? No, I wish it was cheerleading. (laughs) It's, um, where's my bit? What can I get? Oh. Yeah, Mm. and I've had that. and, um, And it's been... Because, like, I've... I have um I've earned this and I have been working since I was 14 as a waitress and then only 3 years ago that I stopped being a waitress and I earned 6 pounds an hour and used to get up at 6 a.m. to go and work in a cafe in Islington and serve people's smashed avocado on rye bread the amount of avocados that I have halved and cored and pipped and all of this like it's it, I've peeled limes at the ca- at the cocktail bar that I worked in I've I've grafted and this things happened and there's been a lot of you often describe my life as a bit like a movie that I have these like intensely stressful things that happen 
Um, and then it's almost like that intensely stressful thing has geared me up for something else that's about to happen. Um, and so the build up towards this thing has been insane. And I and like it's been just, you know, when when people sort of want to have their bit, um, you have to navigate through those feelings as well. Mm. Um, especially when you care about people as yeah. well. So along, I, I, I'd really like to be really business-like about all of this and be able to be cutthroat and be able to be like, this is what it is, this is it, but I don't have that part of my personality. And I think some people know that and will try and um, stick yeah. the knife in um, in order to get me to emotionally react to something. But the build-up towards that has been, it's been like we've been getting married, hasn't it? <laughs> There's a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah this big day. <laughs> yeah. But the relief on Sunday was the calm on Sunday. Day. Well, after you, because it was, it went, it went so smoothly and brilliantly. Yeah, like there was, they filmed two shows for it on Saturday. Both audiences were up for it and excellent, and and it was so nice to see it all pale. All the crew were excellent, you know, and it was, you know, and it, I know this no is drama, a, not no. a bit of drama. Oh, yeah. And we're Amazing. well aware of a privileged, what a privileged life we lead. This is us. Oh, well, yeah, we, we were doing telly and, you know, so we're well aware of yeah. the, it's it's extraordinary what we're doing, you know, it's the, and so we're well aware of that. But it's still, it's still, it's what we do for a job and it's still stressful. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, Sunday, Sunday, I, I went and I went and went to the Duxford World War Two airfare with my youngest son. Yeah. And we went and watched the planes. We didn't say we said barely a word to each other all day. We just watched the just watched the Spitfires. Do you notice how his moment of calm didn't have me there? <laughs> I was just wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. Just kind of like <laughs> my moment of calm was seeing my. I feel I feel like the my cousin's wedding in at the end of August mm. that Sunday and watching Rich be with my family um, and seeing him fit with my family. Um, which, oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that's a lovely one. Yeah, yeah that was mine. Nice I think one. that was mine because my family are my calm. They're stressful in their own way, but they're my, you know, that they're stressful. They're they're a love, blood stressful. Yeah. Mm. This is not manipulate. Let's see what we can manipulate out of this person. Stressful. <laughs> this is you know these are my these are these my, are real like they're proper working class proper people proper people and mm-hmm. and they're the same as my family. So I just there was it was like being with my family just sitting around. And we were talking rubbish about this and that, and then, and then as the beer was flowing, we were taking a mickey out of each other, and it was like being at my yeah. family. So it just felt it didn't feel strange. And that's I thought, when yeah. you're all in with the in-laws, isn't it? When you can finally start doing that, taking the mickey out of each other yes, without any yeah. sort of terror behind yeah, the that's eyes. It. Yeah, they, well, know, they not... know where you come from. They know yeah. what, they know that where it's coming from. Sorry. But Rich and I aren't just comedians that are together. We're like a proper couple that care about each other's families as mm. well. Um, we are we're in the middle of counselling at the moment, and one of the things yeah. on our first session was she made us do a um, a task where we had to first of all we had to describe the way the reasons why the other person was in therapy. So mm-hmm. I, he had to say why I'd called the counsellor, and then I had to say why he was there as well. Oh, right, yeah, 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 it's and good. Then, it's good. And then the second, um, so we did that task, and then the second task, which was the one that broke my heart, was we had to um, describe the ways in which the other person loved the person. So I had to say why Rich loved me, and I know why that is. I, I know all the reasons why he loves me, because um, he's really vocal about it, and also I listen to compliments like you wouldn't believe. That's why, that's why, I, I love it. I'm like a cat. <laughs> 
I love a compliment. If you're lost I, in your own eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've said something else nice, that's nice. But, but my lovely, uh, obliging boyfriend doesn't listen to compliments as well as I do um, because you haven't had as many, maybe, perhaps, or 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 <laughs> in, in your in your life yeah. when you you know in your in your up, upbringing. I think some of my behaviour hadn't inspired people to compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so he had to list the ways in which I loved him, and he had no idea why I loved him. And one of the reasons I love you is for uh, is the way you are with your lads and knowing that you had your moment of calm on Sunday is really nice that you that was it and I love that I wasn't there I, I, I wasn't going to say because yeah. <laughs> I think this is already the loveliest podcast yeah. we've ever done yeah. we're having so much fun so do you guys find it easy to be open about your mental health with each other then we have Obviously. to be yeah yeah, yeah we have I to be I think so we don't let do. we don't let either we don't let either people uh, either of us get away with anything. No, We're so really. sensitive to the other, how the other person is. Like one little thing, and he's like, "What's what's going oh, on?" Oh yeah, That's yeah. The, yeah. I can I can tell. Even though Jade will tell me twenty times, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." Mm. I can tell, and he's always right. Tell. He's mm. always right. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of those things as well, which is beautifully annoying, is when you know that you're going through something, and the person is asking you, and you mm-hmm. just uh, stop asking. Stop yeah, asking. I know it. you're right. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. It's like I just need a minute. Yeah, just to get my. Matt's head getting really good at that because I tend to save all my anxiety up till bedtime. So <laughs> right, I'm like, right, yeah. asleep, and I can just lie awake and hate myself. <laughs> and I've noticed now he's tuned into that, and he'll be like are you all right and I'm like mm-hmm, I'm fine he's like you're not do you want to talk about mm-hmm. it and I'm like no no and last night bless him this is he's going to kill us for saying this he went all right but if you want to cuddle I'm here and I was like oh, oh. <laughs> and I just latched on like a koala and I was like you'll regret this because he's trying to push us off I was like no no thank you <laughs> what is it that you find is it just everyday things that you find stressful or is it just a self do you have a self-loathing? Yeah, or and I think this job as well, you can never really clock off, can you? No. no. So I think when I was like a waitress, say my shift finished at six, I'd be home for seven and that was done. That's like it. over. Yeah. You haven't got to think about yeah. anything. Yeah, you haven't got to think about food and tables. But and, you come in from, so like last night I uh, got in, or say I got in from like the podcast at like five o'clock and then I was like, oh, I've got like this to write and I've got this to write mm. and I've got this to do and I've got this to chase. And I was just like, you can never really, but then you don't, I don't want to talk about it when I get in because I'm like, I, I kind of want to have that finishing point. So mm. I just bubble it all up and then I just lie there like, <laughs> I feel full. I feel full yeah, of worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. And because you're in bed as well, there's no, there aren't any distractions. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll no, pick up your phone and then yeah. you're, the first thing you'll see is a comedian about a gig they've smashed. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I am uh, a proud and I'm not the only one in comedy. I, everything is muted. Mm-hmm. I can't, I I can't cope. I can't be I can't do what I need to do if I'm constantly yes. comparing myself to other people. There's an uh there the, the, the there was a sentence that uh, an ex of mine, I'm sorry babe. Um <laughs> You had an ex as far as the first one. <laughs> an ex of mine said a line in his uh in in he said a line that he used to do which is the uh, comparison is the greatest form of violence against yourself. Yeah. And then he had a punchline but I won't do that bit. Um but uh that 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 is a you know and that, and that's what the internet is is yeah. comparison and i i can't cope 
by comparing myself to people because the things that we're putting online is an advertising tool to get people to buy into us. Other comedians aren't my audience. So other Mm -hmm. comedians aren't my... I don't need other comedians to come to shows. It's so great when they do. I bloody love it. Like, Mm -hmm. come to the show and then please say something afterwards. (laughs) Um, But that's a really nice feeling. But in terms of paying customers and and who my customer are, (laughs) it's not comedians. So... Um, you know, when you've got someone who's so clo- so closely, and it's not because I hate people, I don't like the way that they speak or I don't find them funny or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. because my mental health can't cope exactly. with. And then what it is is, after, and, and then and then it will change, and then you'll maybe unmute someone, and then you'll and then and then mm-hmm. you'll you can then you can then you can cope, and yes. you can accept. But there's certain points in your life where you can't cope with stuff, and I think you don't need to have any guilt about that, and you just need to be who you are and and survive the way that you need to completely it's just giving your brain a break and yeah. if you are seeing it's not a um a malicious thing at all but if you're seeing loads of people doing brilliant brilliant amazing things and you're yes. at that not at that stage where you can process that and you don't feel like you're doing that you are then just comparing yourself and you're putting so much pressure on your own brain mm-hmm. to reach a level that you've created my psychiatrist used to say that i always um created this goal that was always unattainable and if i didn't reach it i would be depressed and that's true. Every oh, single time I did yeah. something, I'd always set the goal far too far away yeah. Yeah. and then get miserable. You sabotage yourself before you even started. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Go, exactly. I knew I would fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you did because you'd set yourself up to. Yeah. You didn't You didn't give yourself a small achievable goal yeah. at all. You gave yourself too big a one and then you were like, oh, I'm so awful because you want to be a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. yes. because it's easier to live in, in and wallow in, in all these things you think you are rather than to try and just be like and tr- and just, just try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you both good at sort of being open about your mental health before you were together, or do you think it's been like just that you're both very good for each other? We've had to be immediately. Mm -hmm. I think part of the the attraction was how open we were with each other. Amazing. Yeah, it was our friendship first because it was friendship for a long time. Yeah, and then it kind of morphed into a relationship. But we were very vocal all the way along about it. I mean, there was a couple of things I didn't tell Jade about things that just were going on where I was. And... <laughs> but Rich was, just... was in a really bad place when I met him. Um, and no, it was no disrespect to anyone that I was with. It was no, my it wasn't. Own, it, was it was my his own, own It was stuff. his own shit. It was my own stuff. Yeah, he was, um, uh, he was in a really bad place when he met, a really terribly bad place. And, uh, and he did everything he could to hurt me and he did everything he could to not be with me and push me away. Mm. But your voice wasn't telling me to go away, but your actions were telling me to go away. Mm. And then I had enough of it and I just, I washed my hands of you mm. and gave you and left you with a number of a psychotherapist and said, go to him, sort your shit out. Your life really is like a film. It is. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's all very... I think Jade's lived her life through film and, <laughs> and television. Jade only listens to movie soundtracks and, uh, I'm very, and I'm... classical music. So it's all... I think I genuinely think Jade has lived her life thinking that she's being filmed. So I have very, like, filmic ways to deal with stuff. Yeah. So, like, I will be... It's like being in Buffy a lot yeah. of the time. <laughs> Here's here's a psychiatrist number. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> you know where to find me. That's it, yeah. yeah. Jim and I, and we're standing with our, I've got my back to her as she's saying <laughs> yeah. all that. Yeah. You've got your possessions and a little nap yeah, on the back. Yeah. <laughs> a little stick and bind or whatever yeah. it is. But he had you had um you had psychotherapy with a guy that specialised in men's mental health. Yeah. And you went and unpacked some stuff that you were you were fighting against. Yeah. And um and then he um 
and then made me and then made me trust you. Um, but he, the, you know, the starting point of us is he, he, he. I think you knew. I think you knew what it meant to be with someone like me, which is that that I was a I was the next stage of you like taking yourself seriously, mm. um, because you had to with me because you had that funny conversation with John Hastings recently, didn't you? John, oh, cause, yeah, because <laughs> we're now because everyone knows we're a couple and everyone knows everyone knows Jade mm-hmm. and he's and, we and were, you, babe. Yeah, yeah, but we were, yeah <laughs> but we everyone were, knows like, Rich Wilson. Yeah, we were laughing, saying um, it was like we were talking about being unfaithful. And John Hastings, he was just like, goes, where would you go? <laughs> <laughs> the moon? <laughs> and yeah, I'd be dead. Yeah. Be I'd be finished. Rich Wilson used to do comedy. We don't know what happened to him. I wouldn't do a show about you, though. I think he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I would, I would never do a show about Rich like that. I, I little conversations around that subject would come up, but I yeah. wouldn't pointedly do a show about you. I'd only do a show about someone who was dead. So if you if I killed oh, you, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that sounded slightly like a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you kill me, be in prison. We can do it over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when was the first time um, either of you or both of you um, became aware of mental health being a thing, be it positive or negative? Um, you was my. I think yeah, it was. I'd had counselling before a couple of times. <clears throat> but it was one. But I, was, I still had that old-fashioned man thing of, oh, I don't need this. It's, yeah. You know, men don't talk about this. You, you just push this down and you, mm-hmm. you just get on with it. And it, and it was when it started to affect my life, like completely affect it, like affect relationships. And I, I was, I knew, I knew. I know this sounds rubbish, but I knew in my heart I wasn't being the person I knew I could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was from that. I think, and it was from and meeting. I've 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 been very lucky to to have been in relationships with some very very wonderful people, but we weren't looking back with what we probably shouldn't have been together. Or I wasn't ready to be in that relationship, and and it was only meeting Jade, and she kind of just sort of pulled me up by my by my shoulders and just went, "Well, you sort yourself out. I know how good you can be. Yeah. I met his but kids. you're not doing it. I met his lads, and like." kids to adults sniff shit out mm-hmm. and I was like if they, if he was a bad dad if he was a bad person these two wouldn't like him the way that they do yeah. so I knew that there was a good guy in there and I just knew that he was doing he was just doing everything he could to like fuck everything up mm. and you had that situation where you were going to hurt yourself weren't you yes um, oh did yeah. I should I pull that up <laughs> that's alright we can edit out anything. No, no, yes. that's all right. Um, yes, I did. I was gonna, I was gonna go and uh, finish myself off, uh, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. And it was, that wasn't the one I was talking about. What one then? The other one. Oh, I was gonna chop my hand off. Yes. No, I yeah, wouldn't sorry. have done the. I wouldn't have done the suicide chat, babe. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the knife oh, thing because it's yeah. almost funny. It so. was. <laughs> I. I was in. A, I got into a position with a. Cut with suicide out, keep the chop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I just got into a place in a situation with another woman that was that was tox- so toxic, mm-hmm. it was horrible. And I just, and she just wouldn't leave me alone. And, she just, and I kept saying to her, I don't want to see you. We have to stop this. This is, this is terrible. And then she was like, no, she, she said, you're going to, you have to, you have to. Like, it was really, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, so I was in my kitchen one day and I just had a meat cleaver and I was like, if I was, I was still, I'll just chop my hand off. I'll just chop my left hand off. They could put hands back on. <laughs> and it's my left one. I don't really use that one so much. So it'd be a bit knackered, but it'd be fine. She'll go away, 
and then it'll, people will see how desperate I am, mm-hmm. and then that'll be then it'll restart everything, and, and that genuinely went through my head, yeah. and I'm just. And in the end, I just put I put the cleaver through my phone. <laughs> just, <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that bit. <laughs> so, yes, that was that's where it got me to that point yeah. where I was going to damage myself really badly. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I talked to other, I've said it to other people. They're like, you were going to do what? <laughs> and I went, well, yeah, it's just where my head was at. They go, do you have any idea how insane that sounds? Yeah. Like, well, that's where I was, yeah. you know. And so I totally get it when other people do. Mm-hmm ridiculous things or do you know they try and damage it or they, yeah. you know they commit suicide like, I get it you, you, your brain just clicks into this gear where you just go there's no other option completely yeah. irrational and it's yeah. not that you want to hurt yourself it's that you want to hurt that person that is your being right now yeah 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 is there's that, that yeah, yeah there's, you don't yeah. there's a wonderful quote which is um, you don't want to um, die you want to kill the part of you that's making you feel exactly like yeah. and that's what yes and, yes and those kind of small kind of self it's all self-destruction those poor decision yeah. making and yeah. um, fucking your life up in mm-hmm. whatever way um, and all these different things it's all just self-harm that's it in different ways it's making you feel shit because you think that you deserve to feel shit yeah. so you go out and seek the best ways to do it like pushing people away mm-hmm. or pushing yeah. friendships away I've done, I've done all of that stuff and like became quite like, agoraphobic and wasn't leaving the house yeah. because I just it felt like I deserved to feel like shit and then I went Oh, actually, do you know what? I don't deserve to feel like no. this. This is just how my brain is making me feel. You go through that time. thing and you're like, oh, if I'm such an awful person, why would anyone want to hang out with me? So yeah. then when someone sends you a message being like, oh, do you want to go for a coffee? I'm like, oh, well, why would they want to come for a yeah. coffee? But they're obviously just you saying like this, that. And then you put, and then you, like you say, you realise you're just projecting your own feelings onto every, like those yeah. people do genuinely like you because you don't like yourself. You're like, oh, well, she must hate me, he must hate yeah. me, he must hate me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm fundamentally, I'm a shy person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It oh, blows my mind that I do stand-up comedy. Yeah. But through doing stand-up comedy, it's made me more confident. But I still have insecurities. I, I really struggle with contacting people because mm-hmm. I genuinely think, oh, they're busy. They're, oh, they don't want to hear from me. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, I was saying, when I turned up at the, at the Bloomsbury Theatre for Jade's thing, and I said to Jade, everyone was really pleased to see me. Mm-hmm. Like, not just like, hey, how you doing? It was like, Rich, mate. Oh, yeah. Good to see you, man. And it took my head off. I was like, "What? I don't." So I don't know, but I don't even know where that comes from. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm 47. I'm now get to. I've got to a point where I've met enough people. I know when someone doesn't like me, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with it. You go, yeah, we can't get them with everybody. Mm-hmm. But I just have this weird insecurity where I think people don't want to hang out with me. Yeah. It's odd. And it's so weird that we just project it onto ourselves as well. Yeah. It's very rarely true. It's very no rarely true. No one else true. is ever thinking about us the way we think about no. ourselves. And ever. nine times out of ten. I've had this conversation with people and I've gone, oh, I, was, I was indoors the other day. You're joking. I was indoors the other day. We should have gone out mm-hmm. and had a coffee. Why didn't you text me? You go, oh, yeah. Well, why didn't you text me? Well, I didn't think you, I should. And we're, yeah. so we're all, we're like magnets, like opposing magnets. <laughs> yeah. Like Really, if we just turned ourselves around, we'd all link up mm-hmm. and we'd all, we'd all like, yeah, yeah, let's go and have a coffee. Yeah. I it's, came back from uh, Manchester at the weekend and Matt was asking what I'd done because normally if I'm away for a weekend of gigs, stay in the hotel room, cinema. So I was like, um, oh, but yeah, I went to cinema on Friday, I did a bit of work um, and then Saturday I went out for lunch with Kerry and he was like, what? Yeah. I went, yeah, I went for lunch with Kerry. He went, oh, did she text you? I went, no, I text her. And wow. he couldn't believe that I'd physically yeah. text someone. I went, oh, yeah, I was terrified. I yeah, sat yeah, for yeah. about half an hour and I was like, do I text her? Do I? And then I was like, what have I got? Worst that happens, she says, no, I'm busy. Okay, I'll stick a film on. Yeah. And it was the tensest 10 minutes of my life when I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> what have I done? And then she texted back and was like, yeah, cool, let's let's go have dinner later. Funny and I was like, oh, my 
it's fucking easy. Yeah. Ah. But then they'll do it again in a week and someone will turn this down and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see, it was a fluke. <laughs> I find solitude, and I've spoken about this on my podcast, solitude is the worst thing that can happen mm-hmm. to a human being. And that's why they put, that's why they, rapists and murderers who are in jail for life, yeah. they, they, when they fuck up in jail, the next worst thing they can do to them is take them away from other people. Yeah. So like, you know, when you get put into solitary confinement, yeah. like being on your own is, is literally the worst thing you can do for your mental health. Yeah. Yes. Mm. People, I think, because like, some people are like, oh, I don't mind being on my own, but I think that's because a lot of people know that, they're not going to be on conf- their own because there's a difference between yeah. being on your own there's and being lonely. There's a confidence in it. Yeah. There's a confidence yeah. in being alone. Yes. About, uh, that's different to being lonely. Exactly. Sorry, babe, I talked over you. That's I'm right. so right. right. You can bring this up next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, but there's that confidence in being alone. Yeah. I had a an I I I have I'm very good at being alone now. I I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like if he goes away, I love being with my boyfriend. But when we have a little bit of time mm. away, now I'm not codependent. So that's my thing. Is I have a I have um uh, uh I'm I'm borderline. Well, I say borderline. I'm codependent. I've had codependency mm-hmm. um, in my life, and I have um, toxic relationships that um, uh, hurt me, and that I keep going back to. I had a pattern of behaviour with people, um, and and didn't feel like I had any worth if I didn't have certain people like me, or mm-hmm. or or you know. And what's been really lovely about growing up and being 34 now is this this confidence I have that I'm okay on my own, yeah. and like I'm absolutely fine, and 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 
you know, if Rich and I weren't together, I'd be devastated that I'd lose him, like this guy mm-hmm. that's sat next to me, or you know, like I love his company and I I, I love everything about you, babe. Aww. And I would be really sad about him, but I wouldn't be sad what that meant about me because I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm going like everyone's okay. You're going to be fine. And I think I literally got thrust into it because I had a, a huge sort of grieving trauma thing happen. But but before before that happened, it was it was you know I. I had some unhealthy attachments to friendships and stuff like that and and grew up I grew up with a, a a sister who was incredibly popular and that used to look like what it meant to be like a cool person or like a popular person mm-hmm. in my head I was like well if you've got friends around then 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 you're worth something mm-hmm. and if people don't like you then you're not worth anything and I I've got the type of personality that can rub people up the wrong way because I I you know I'm I'm don't take any prisoners and I and I say how I feel about stuff and I don't really I just I'm just not I like it's not even that I'm like yeah or like ball breaker Jade Adams coming in and stuff I'm literally just I, I you get defensive you if you feel you're being attacked yeah your you your line of defense used to be you just bury your head in the sand and go all small yeah but now you rise up and you attack and sometimes it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, we're it, in an overcorrection period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah. I used to, we said this yesterday, yeah. I used to yeah, go small and go in and I wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. and, like, and then I would let, it, I would, I'd build it all up and then I would explode. Yeah. Now I, I go the opposite direction. I'm like, no, you can't mm-hmm. treat me like that. Mm-hmm. And, You're not allowed oh. to say that to me. Yeah. Right. I can't wait to reach that stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait till I reach but my I, Jade Adams stage. <laughs> but no, that's there. But now there's a middle, and now I'm reaching the middle ground which is learning how to so now I'm in a a point which is learning how to stop those those learning how to manage those um, massive blow ups learning how to not always get to those um, how to sort of and I've been in psychotherapy so Rich I'm so bougie so Rich Rich and I have a couples counsellor that Mm. we've seen twice and I for the last year and a half have been seeing a psychotherapist and it's um, to I started going because my uh, the toxic relationship I had with my ex agent um she actually said to me i think you need to get therapy so i went to a therapist and my therapist did not like her <laughs> and uh, and uh, and so I, that uh, so my i suppose my the way that i i, I discussed stuff started changing and you yeah. know um and and made a, a, a made a made them a re- i've said her loads um, <laughs> i made her react to, to the way that I changed when I came in and my uh, my uh, my psychotherapist she gets me to do like loads of mat like she gets me to sort of say out loud what it is that I want to be because she says that I put m- myself in boxes and oh I can't do that because I'm this or I can't do that because I'm this and she's mm-hmm. like she says to me like you know there's no reason why you can't be inspirational for other people and and it, and, and it was her that actually encouraged me to write the new show that I wrote mm-hmm. which was to do a show that was an entire hour of stand up to make a clever point about something that I was passionate about and that was her that encouraged me to do that and she um she's hella expensive (laughs) um yeah when i when jay tells me how much it is i'm like what what there's a comedian there's american comedian called kyle canane yeah and he talks about therapy and he said 
he said someone was going, I'm going to go to therapy and, you know, it's just $200 a session. And he's like, are you, uh, no, now I am judging you. That's <laughs> insane. He goes, you could have bought me a burrito. I'd listen to your bullshit all afternoon. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What I've realised is the thing is with a, a, a psychotherapist is the ability to sit in a room with you and not bring themselves into the room. Yep. And a human being that is able to do that, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. And so I had a, there was a, a thing I had um, a few months ago where I was sat with someone and it felt very much like therapy but it wasn't therapy and then I saw that person I saw her later on and she had this over familiarity with me because she thought that we'd had this moment together in this room Mm -hmm. and then there was this over familiarity with me which is my biggest bugbear is when people that I don't know very well second guess me and Mm -hmm. act like they know me and even people that think that they know me well who don't like the only people in the world that actually know me are my mum my dad my best friend my other best mate and Rich and my brother pretty mm-hmm. much that's it those are the only people that know me anyone else has known like a version of me in the time that they've known me but in terms of like the the who I am when you cut through me what do I read as a stick of rock mm-hmm. those are the people that know me because they spend all their time with me yeah, and I so my biggest thing is I hate it when I get over familiarity because over familiarity is a form of control yeah. and it's a form of power play that people do and the reason they do it, and this is what I've learned in therapy the reason they do that with me and the reason that I, uh, if I ever have situations like I've had with um, my last toxic relationship was is because it was a power play, because I have power. And there's this great... Um, I said this to Stephen Bailey, comedian, the other day, because mm-hmm. um, um, I was talking to him about power. And there's a great... <laughs> I'm going to quote it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great scene in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yes. See what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you see what I mean? <laughs> Uh, it's the it's the it's the season. I think it's season six, and it's with Glory, uh, who was one of the big bads, and she's this hell demon, and she has this scene where um, Buffy, uh, they, she's like stronger than Buffy, and she's like gonna take her sister, and she's gonna fuck shit up, and they don't know what to do. And then there's this episode where Buffy and Glory just talk, and Glory comes up to her to like talk to her, and all she does is like she like Glory could smash her head with her fist, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. She just tries to like wind her up in conversation, and then Buffy walks into the room with all of these um, all, all of the watchers council trying to like put red tape around her 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 her, her setup that she's mm-hmm. got and she walks into the room and she says Glory came to see me today and all she, and everyone was like are you okay she was like yeah she did was talk and the reason that the reason that she came in to discuss she she told me she was going to squash my head or or flick me like a flea and the reason she did that is because I have power mm-hmm. and she because she has something I have something that she wants mm-hmm. which was Dawn her sister I have something she wants which means I have power over over her and it was that it, it's that thing that the reason people treat you like this is because you have a power that they don't have and they want it and and but the thing is is they know that you don't know that you know that they they you know that they know that you <laughs> they know that you don't know that you've got that power yeah. you're unaware of that power because we're insecure yeah. but it's understanding and that's what she does with me is she makes me understand my power and mm. and so so I so number one people can't abuse me for it two I know how to control it as mm-hmm. well because she said deny it all you like Jade but you can't walk into a room un- unnoticed and you need to start realising that because uh, because people realise that it, because that then again that's a something I, I'm not aware of in terms of my own 
uh, how the, I, I am perceived by the people. Mm-hmm. And when you do this job, you've got to be painfully self-aware mm-hmm. because if you're self-aware, it means that you're able to, in a way, manipulate um, uh, producers and stuff into believing that you're the person that they need yeah. to take. So it's it's all about understanding. And, and it's been... It is expensive, but it's been the most fascinating. And the thing is, like, she... I tell other people about it. So, like, I, I can tell other people, like, this, like, explaining this power dynamic. I'll, I'll, when when this goes out, I'll post the, the link to the power chat that Buffy does with yeah. the rest of the group. And this is why Buffy's great. Because it's not just about vampires <laughs> yeah. and gods and demons and stuff. It's about real life. And, 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 and power isn't something that you can assert over someone else. So if you see someone running around with power, they're not powerful. Mm-hmm. They're pretending they are. Mm-hmm. Power is... A, 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 it's to have real power is, a, is it's almost a silent thing. It's a it's a contentment, and you sit with it. and And the people that have it are the people that you you sort of it's just, it's it's a it's a confidence where you don't need other people's approval for it, and you can just sit back and it's okay. And mm-hmm. I don't always have it all the time, and I'm sort of you know I'm sort of learning all about it. Mm-hmm. But it was her that it it was her that sort of basically made me realise that I'm I'm much more than I ever give myself credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, but communication, even if, if you can't afford therapy, mm-hmm. talk to someone, talk yeah. to your mate, really, or if you're all right, but you can ask your mate, are you all right? Yeah. And, and, and wait for the answer as well, because we do do that thing where we go, uh, how are you? No, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And we don't go into it. Uh, I've got a mate, like last night, I knew he was doing a thing last night. And I and and I was going to go and meet him last night, and then uh, and I just had this feeling, so I know what he's like. He'll just bury himself in the duvet, and he won't come out. Mm-hmm. So I just texted him yesterday. I went, "How you doing? Are you ready for tonight?" And he went, "Oh yeah, well, I'm still in bed. It's like two p.m." I'm like, right, stop listening to the voices, get yourself in the shower and stop mucking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not hanging around with losers, mate. <laughs> it was like that, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. and he went, yeah, you're right. And then we met up and it was fine. But actually reaching out to each other. Mm-hmm. And I know we, we are doing that more and more now. But it's that beautiful thing when you are friends as well that you can talk like that yeah, and be yeah, that yeah. frank yeah. and honest. and just Because yeah. you, you do sometimes just want to shake them. Yeah. And just yeah, go, yeah, I yeah. know I love you and I know you can be better than this and I will help you in whatever fucking way yeah, I can. exactly. And you do get to be that kind yeah. of... Do you think your Ooh, lads are growing up yeah. in a different world in terms Definitely. of mental health? Mm-hmm. I've said this before. We are we're the generation that we won't really benefit from this. Like we're making this, we're starting the things. Like mm-hmm. we're we're starting the conversations. Mm-hmm. So we're benefiting now a bit, but the next generation will be the ones that really benefit from all of these the changes that, that we're doing. You know, the everything, like we're talking about diversity and we're talking about this and that, and you know, everything that's changing, the language is changing, but we're the ones changing it. So it's still, we're, we're still finding out what's good, what's bad, what we should be saying, what we shouldn't be saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the ne- my lads, my lads definitely, I, I, I know there's sometimes, I've been mucking around with them and like, well, dad, come on, that's a bit strong. <laughs> I go, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. That's, sorry, that's a... That's a thing from my from my childhood. Yeah. Sorry about that. And so they they are good lads. They are more oh, they're more self aware and aware. Yeah, they do, and they are really good at talking. Yeah. I get. Yeah. I don't know whether I get troubled on your behalf about stuff and a lot, but I probably do. But there's this other sort of uh, side side to the conversations that are having that people are having at the moment, which is that the world is um, finding less and less space for white guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, as in, you know, they hate that expression. Not all, not all, not all men. Mm-hmm. But it is 
it's not all men. And I, uh, and, you know, Rich and I, uh, I go to all Rich's gigs with him up and down the country in a, a stand-up circuit that is uh, uh, depleting um, because people are sort of Netflixing and chilling yeah. and all of that sort of stuff nowadays. And um, you go to these green rooms with people that earned a lot of money years ago and then they're, you know, they've got mortgages to pay and they can't pay them and stuff. And it's a real sadness. Mm-hmm. And then I think about you raising two lads who are two white straight guys in mm. this world right now. And whilst you've got loads of people telling them that they're trash and that they're... Sh- I was like, yeah. what? Like, So we all care about mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And we all give a shit about it. But what about when people... What about the, the rise of, of 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 male suicide, but we only caring about men when they kill themselves, mm-hmm. or are we caring about them before that. Yeah. Where's the compassion gone? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's very, it's all very, it, not all very well. It's important that diversity is really, it's important that it is. But what's what what is not okay is to is to couple the other side of that stuff mm. by saying. You know, um, this guy isn't relevant because he's this person anymore. Or this guy isn't relevant because it's just mm. like how. What is he meant to say to his lads? Yeah. Mm. How is he? How are you meant to like? They're in their twenties and like reach uh, reaching that point in their life where they're figuring out the things that they're going to do to like earn money and like raise yeah. families and stuff and at the same time you're meant to go oh by the way lads this world that we've got ahead of us mm. doesn't really want you in doesn't it doesn't want single uh, straight sorry straight white males the, the amount of times I see that phrase I'm like really mm. it's about equality and equality is as you know supposed to be as well as not yeah. instead of mm-hmm. and that's that's where we're fighting against. The amount, I see it on Twitter or like on social media all the time oh straight mom and I know what you're saying you're talking about a certain a certain kind of straight yeah. white but male, tool. but you're putting yeah. this, yeah, and you're like, it, I'm not, I can't stand there, and you know, I'm making changes. My lads yeah. are good lads. I've yeah. raised them properly. But you're now slinging them in with all the rapists and the yeah, yeah. and you're like, don't do that. It's an ad, it's an, it, people are using it as an advertising tool for themselves, yeah. and it looks very noble, but it's not noble. And I no. think it's really it's causing damage. I think it, it's causing know. real damage. And when uh, you know, it was National Male Suicide Day the other day, mm. and I and I and I just thought, you know, yes, let's celebrate Male Suicide Day on a platform that constantly trashes the men that are killing themselves. Exactly. Like I just, I don't know how I, I don't know how I rest my, I don't. One, I don't want to hear anyone. Um, I don't want to hear anyone feeling um, disconnected from the guy yeah. from Love Island, isn't it? People were so quick to, when he was on that show, rip him and call him this and call That's him it. that. And then the yeah. second he takes his life, these same people who bully these people yeah. and who take the piss, oh, all the lads on Love Island are trash and this and that. And then the second one gets to the point where he takes his life, it's like. Mental health is so important. Yeah. Like, you were slagging them off. Of course you were, and that's it. It's yeah. not so much. We're not in a. We're not. No one. Want, people say stuff and they make mistakes, mm-hmm. and they should be not punished, but they get, you get pulled up for it. You go, mate, that, come on, that was not on. And there, but there isn't that anymore. There's no like, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I don't know where my head was at. Mm-hmm. I, I messed up. There's no forgiveness. But now mm. it's like, no, you are. You have to walk into the sea now. You're done. We want your. It don't care. Mm. You don't get. You go. Just. I don't care if you die. Go mm. away. You're you're done now, and it, this it's that cancel culture yeah. that we have to people people use social We're media as yeah. yeah without killing them. Yeah. We're murdering people without actually doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just the same feeling to cancel someone because you don't like something they said mm-hmm. is the most. It's the most it's irresponsible so thing I've ever yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. And people like, and the vitriol that people have over yeah. cancelling someone because they've said oh, something. Oh, the joy. The, the, the joy the, and yeah. the sadistic nature of people's uh, egos on that mm. on, on the internet is disgusting. Yeah. Well, it's like you had people coming for you over a tweet, didn't you? And they were like children. And that's what I thought was terrifying, right. the anger and the hatred 
from children was yeah. insane. Because there's people that you uh, who are unaware of... Because people use the platform or use social media to boister their earning uh, capabilities without thinking about the repercussions of that thing that they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just thinking, I've got to pay rent. This is the easiest way to pay rent. This is the way that I'm going to do it. And it's like these popular people on the internet, I won't say specifically who, the, the trolling might happen again, mm-hmm. um, but there are the, you know these huge um, uh, social media platform users who, uh, who ha- have maybe been told by um, a board somewhere that they need to stay relevant in the world oh so what's relevant right now body positivity and mental health chat mm. so let, 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 let's do those two things without being responsible it's good to talk about this stuff it was like mm. when Rich started the mental and I'm sure you guys had mm-hmm. this with this podcast it's like yes this is an important conversation but think about why you're talking about it yes. what's the responsibility behind that are you talking about it because you genuinely care because then it's passion and you care about something then it, it's done for the right reasons yeah. mm-hmm. but if you're doing it because you're like well th- you know this is this is just something that's going to keep me relevant on trend, and, yeah. and on trend, you have to really rest with yourself why you're doing it. Yeah. The, like when Rich wanted to start his podcast, I we had a, we had we had chats about it, and I and I said to him, I was like, well, for me, there isn't enough people with his accent and um, mm-hmm. uh, white guys with his accent mm-hmm. talking about this subject, yeah. and they're the ones who are killing themselves. Yeah. Useful, you, super useful. Representation is so important. That's right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, right, we're getting chucked out, unfortunately. So That's our right. last question okay. is, um, if you could give any advice to your younger self about mental health or living without misery, what would it be? Blimey. <laughs> Just um, finish with a small question. Yeah, wow, that's huge. We've got to go man. now. Yeah. 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 Um, I think um, be more uh, be more honest mm. with, my, with my thoughts and feelings on stuff. I wish I'd been more open and honest growing up I kind of went along with I'd say things that people wanted to I thought people wanted to hear because I didn't want them to think I was an idiot or I didn't want to disagree with them and I think if I'd just been a bit more honest when I was younger I think yeah yeah. I regret a lot of stuff that I've done and how I've treated people in my life Um, and it you know there's things I'm not proud of there's things I would have I wouldn't do now the the person I am right now um the thing is, is that I'm in a place now that I feel good in. And so I know in order for all of those things, in order for me to be where I am, I had to fuck up. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just let her be. Um, I was horrifically unpopular when I was growing up and, 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 and <laughs> didn't have any mates, but I wouldn't make me popular because popular people are basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people I, that have lived a life and they go, oh, I don't have any regrets. You go, you're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think no. I think let. I think we need to let the let the kids suffer a, yeah. a bit. If as long as you've got parents, mm. the son, a guardian there looking after them, you need to let people f- make mistakes. And That's the, true. the yeah. kids, the kids need to go through mistakes. You can't to, learn if you don't ever fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why we need like sports day. You need someone to lose. Yeah, you yeah. need losers. I lost in loads. Life. I never won anything. Yeah. You don't need kids to be winners. These Instagram influencers yeah. that are doing like they're they're gonna be mad. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. I guarantee in fifteen years time they're the ones that are gonna be doing mental health podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 But by that point we'll be levitating, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brilliant guys. Thank you so Thank so you much. Very Thank much. you very much. Thank you. Amazing. We'll hope you can take something from this podcast away with you in your day-to-day life. 
Whatever situation you're in, you're not by yourself. We can share our stories, share our experiences. We can help each other know that things do get better. Uh, and then we'll do a little outro as well. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh, no! Oh, my God, it's, it's a really long video. Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. <laughs> 
The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. <laughs> what is this? What is I know what this one is. <laughs> that, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.